trend we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin. Where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight, let's get started. Turn it up, you tune in into Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We're talking cheer, we're talking like you know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, I'm about to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight, we're on, let's begin. This is episode number 80. Not sure if there's going to be an 81, but thank you for joining. We have a great episode for you guys today. Today we have on Romel Usuna, tumbling director at World Cup. But before we get into that, we're doing a giveaway. I'm giving away a free coaches training. I have several topics that I talk about when doing coaches clinics, and we'll be giving one of those away for free. So we'll hop on a Zoom together with you, the other coaches in your gym, and talk some cheer. If you're a parent and not a coach or an owner, you can still enter and win and win it for the gym that you're a part of. All you have to do to enter is share this podcast on your Instagram story and then tag me in the post at Jason Larkins. That's it. Share the podcast on your Instagram story. Maybe say something like, I love this podcast. Definitely give it a listen. Tag me, Jason Larkins, J-A-S-O-N-L-A-R-K-I-N-S. And the winner will be announced in episode 85. The more shares, the more entries. Let's go. I want to welcome all of our new listeners and genuinely say thank you for checking us out. I think we've got a great thing going here. We're always talking about industry news or we have a great guest on like Ramel. I say this every episode, but if you love cheer, you will love this podcast. So if you haven't subscribed yet, definitely be sure to do that because you do not want to miss out on another episode. I also want to give a huge shout out to our monthly supporters. Y'all are the best. My mother, Sheila, Sarah, Robin, Claire, and our two newest supporters, Tamara and Chanel. Man, we've got a group here holding us down. If you actually, if you've noticed, my sound right now sounds extra crispy because I just got this new microphone. And that's thanks to you um, supporters out there and everyone who's been sharing this podcast. So thank you so much. If you want to be a part of that bunch, there is a link in the show notes and you can make a donation for as little as 99 cents a month. And you'll really be you'll you you'll really be able to tell the difference once the episode starts because I'm recording this on the new microphone, but didn't record this episode on the new microphone. So your donations allow us to get cool new equipment like this. I'm the cheer director at American Cheer, AKSC.com, sharing with you my life, running a program, managing a staff, coaching the athletes, and working with the parents. And on the other side of the microphone is a man who wears many hats, tumbling director of World Cup, president of the nonprofit organization Tumble for Troops, and current drill sergeant, yes, I sell drill sergeant in the Army. Drop down and give me 20, maggot. Without further ado, my conversation with Romel. Romel, thanks for joining us, man. Well, really excited for to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, so we met at that con- the Tumbling Conference not too long ago, and it was really cool because I knew I already knew Shay, I knew Corey, 
who else was there? Casey. Oh, Casey. I knew Casey for years. And I didn't know. You're the only person I didn't know. So, you know, I remember calling. I text all three of those guys. Say, hey, what hotel are you guys staying at? Like, you know, we're <laughs> staying here. And I was like, cool. That's exactly where I'm staying. Now. I'm not staying with everyone else. I'm staying with the, with the instructors. And so it was really cool getting to know you. It was like we've known each other for years. So it was super cool how we clicked super fast. You know, it was great. Y'all did a great job at that conference. But I'm glad to have you on. And yeah, let's, let's talk some tumbling. Let's talk, you know, World Cup. Let's talk how you got started. Let's, you know, do the whole nine. Let's so, do it, man. Yeah, let's start at the beginning. How'd you get involved in uh, cheerleading? So um, I started with, uh, I was used to play other sports. I used to play baseball and uh, football. And then I used to actually, I used to do a lot of break dancing back in the day. And so I was there always like pretty like, uh, I, I always flipped around a little bit, just n- nothing like technique wise, but you know, more like what kids are doing now with parkour, right? I used to jump off of mm-hmm. benches and stuff like that. And then one day uh, this all-star program came to my high school and they did like an exposition with the, with a large co-ed team. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. What's this? And they were like, oh, well, it's cheerleading. And I was like, like, I thought it was like sideline cheerleading. I was like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't do sideline cheerleading. They're like, no, nah, no, nah, yeah. you don't understand. Like, you know, we stunt and we flip. And I was like, flip. I was like, show me more. And that's when I saw a first full and everything. I was like, what is that? And then uh, I showed up to practice one day to All Star Gym. You know, and then I got hooked ever since then. Then I cheered in college. I cheered at Rutgers University, and that's when I started uh, coaching. So I remember you told me a part of the story before, but you're coaching at a different gym. And then how did you make your way over to World Cup? So the gym that I was uh, working for at the time, I was there for six years. I started there, you know, I went away for the military. And then when I came back from it, I went to my classroom and I had one of my friends that were there that he was on the team with me when I did All-Stars. So he was like, I walked into the classroom. He was like, bro, we got to cheer together. And I was like, I'm not cheering. Like, it's not happening. I already did it for my freshman year. I'm not going to do it again. He's like, no, no, but you got to cheer with me. And I'm like, all right, fine, let's do it. So we cheered again in college. And then he was like, hey, like this gym needs an instructor. So I want to know if you wanted to get in and you know like help spot and I was like dude I have no idea what I'm doing with spotting right I'm like I know how to flip but I I can't teach it he's like no don't worry about it I'll teach you I was like all right fine so I went in and I started coaching and I was there for six years and I became the tumbling director there and then what was happening is you know once we were only about 40 minutes away from world cup and we were a very small program so a lot of you know if we didn't have a team for some of those athletes that would then go to world cup to compete those skills right so for the youth back then it was youth five right so actually youth six back then so we would lose some fulls and stuff like that to World Cup. And that's, that was fine because, you know, we didn't have that level to fill. So which was fine. So after six years, the gym owner was like, hey, listen, you know, I'm going to retire. I'm going to sell the program, basically. And that's when I saw an opportunity for me to look somewhere else. And my number one choice was then World Cup, because basically yeah. all my athletes were already going there. <laughs> so it just made sense. So I called up my boy, Kenny Wu, because he was at World Cup. And I was like, hey, listen, I think I'm going to go. And he's like, no way. Seriously? I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, I'll uh, I'll get your information to Elaine. I was like, perfect, man. I appreciate that. And I remember one day I was like, all right, you know, this is Elaine Pascal. So I was like, let me write down some notes, you know, for the interview. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, of course, she's going to be like common questions, right? Like, uh, you know, why do you want to be at World Cup? You know, what do you think you could contribute to her? And I'm like writing down these questions. Mm-hmm. My phone rings and I pick it up and it's Elaine. And I was not ready for the interview. <laughs> and she was like, she's like, hey, sweetheart. And I'm like, oh, this is Elaine. She's like, it's Elaine Pascal. I was like, I know who you are. I was like, I am not ready for this interview. And then she was like, you know, I heard rumors that you were looking to move uh, to another program.
Instagram. If you're really interested, we'll love to talk to you. I walked into the gym and that's it. That was, uh, and here go. I am 10 years later. There you go, dude. I love, dude, she's the best. So I went out there, what, 2019, mm-hmm. went out, visited the gym. I did y'all's coaches conference clinic with Correct. all the, the gyms and locations, right? So yes. I remember I got, I get out there the night before. I've never met Elaine before. And, you know, we go in and I'm like, hey, you know, we're here. And she takes us into her office and then just sits us down and talks to us about the history of cheerleading. And she's just like, <laughs> yeah, so back, you know, back in the 90s, we had this Pop Warner team and I'm coaching it. And she goes through and takes, and then the NACCC started. I'm like, what? Okay, cool. And she, you know, she's the best. Her office is awesome with all the, you know, <laughs> the leopards <laughs> with or cheat, whatever's out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Her office yeah, is super cool. Else. Yeah, super cool. That was, a, that was awesome. So this actually, if anyone, if you guys have not been to World Cup, that's a place you got to go. Shooting Stars Arena is super cool. It's just a great, it's cheerleading history. It's like a museum yeah. there. Like, it's super it cool. Yeah, I try to explain so, it to people and I'm and they don't get it. I'm like, they're like, oh, so how many floors you got? I was like, we have three gym, like, facilities yeah. in the same parking lot. They're like, what? I'm like, yes. And then we have, because we have all the original uniforms, everything, like you said, it's like basically a museum for, you know, the dedicated to shooting stars, one, one of the gyms mm-hmm. for the shooting star arena, which is really, really cool. Yes, super cool. It's a gym full of history. It's super cool, especially if you're a big fan of cheerleading. So if you're like a World Cup stand, it's a place you got to go because you'll fall in love. It'd be super cool to work in that environment every single day. It was really cool going there and just seeing so much, you know. History, right. you know, 30 years of history, whatever it is, right? So you snuck this in there, but you talked about the military for a second. You are currently still serving in the military. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. And you're a drill sergeant, right? That's correct. Yeah, drill that's it. Yeah. I am a drill sergeant, right? correct. Cheer coach, drill sergeant. Okay, so t- talk to me about why you decided to join the military at first. Well, I decided to join. I joined in, in 2003 after 9-11 and stuff like that. And I just saw like a need to serve my country. I just wanted to give back to the country that gave my family everything. Yeah. That's all. You know, my first generation immigrant, you know, my family came here. They seek a refuge and, you know, America opened up the doors for them. So I figured, you know, the least I can do is give back to my country. So I served in 2003 is when I started. I actually started as a combat medic. And then from there, I stayed in the whole time. I ended up in 2009, had the opportunity to become a drill sergeant. And of course, I was like, absolutely. So I took that. I took that <laughs> position. And uh, I've been a drill sergeant ever since. And now I basically put, we call it push troop. That means that we teach basic training, which is boot camp. So we teach boot mm-hmm. camp. You know, we have designated areas. So I teach it in Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri and Fort Jackson. So I have an opportunity to basically train the best army in the world, which is freaking awesome. Dude, that's legit. Well, talk to me practically. How do you balance the two, you know, being a coach and then being a drill sergeant? How's that like actually like practically balanced for you? I think it's helped me out a lot, like just the mental training of things. So at World Cup, I'm the tumbling I'm one of the tumbling directors there. So all we do, I basically try to get the athletes, just mentally train them, trying to get them tough to throw that skill or to compete that skill and to build confidence, which is the same thing we basically do in the military. In the military, when you first join the military, you're considered a civilian. So what we have to do is we have to break you down to rebuild you back up into a soldier. So we literally we give you your clothes, we cut your hair, your whole identity is basically taken from you, and then we rebuild you and make you into a soldier because then you realize you're not an individual you're now part of something bigger than you so that's kind of like the same concept in cheerleading i try to build them up where i'm like hey listen you know like it's not about just you it's about the team you know i mean i I don't care what you can do individually what can you contribute to the team and you know and whatever you do affects the next person and the next person so you know they definitely have a lot of similarities it reminds me of back when I was in college, I joined a fraternity. And so I had to pledge, and you know, we go through the whole pledge ship, right? And 
it's crazy how much stuff I learned about teamwork. There's like this book, right? And it's the Phi Delta Theta book. And, you know, you had to memorize basically this whole book. And, you know, they'd ask you, you know, some specific, you know, who was the, who are the six founding fathers? And they would have like very specific answers. You couldn't just say, you know, Robert Morrison and blah, blah, blah. It was like the six founding fathers were, it had a very specific answer to it. Like you couldn't just right. say the answer. Like, like a, a, verba- a verbatim. Yeah. Yeah. Verbatim. Exactly. And, and it was like that for the whole book. And if you got it wrong, you had to do some sort of conditioning. It was like push-ups or sit-ups or so, you know, whatever, right? And anytime someone got it wrong, they drill it into your head very quickly that if I was doing push-ups, everyone else needed to be doing push-ups. If my brother was doing push-ups, I had to be doing push-ups. So they're like, you're going to let him do push-ups by yourself? So anytime someone got in trouble, we all got in trouble. And it like drilled in my head about honestly more than almost anything else was that semester in as a pledge. You know, we don't do things alone, right? And so it's really cool. You talk about, you know, the things that you learned in the military. Like we need y'all to defend the country. So y'all better be the best yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this actually works, I guess. Yeah, but to read that to the girls, I guess the athletes in general. So uh, we talked about the similarities. What are the big differences between, you know, being the drill sergeant, running boot camp, and then training the athletes? I think it's harder for, in the military, we have so many different personalities. We have so many different people that come in from different parts of, of the country, right? We're in cheerleading, like you're already in that atmosphere already. So you kind of understand mm-hmm. the concept, but you understand that there's a common goal, a common goal and stuff like that. So I think it's definitely a little bit more difficult, you know, dealing with not just personalities, but I mean, it's the same thing. I guess like you have different, uh, everybody has different upbringings, but it's a lot different from somebody from the South to somebody from the North. Mm-hmm. Like they're just, you know, they're just completely different mindset. But I mean, I think there's more similarities than difference for sure. I yeah. mean, there's obviously the obvious difference, right? Some training stuff that we do, but there's a lot, a lot of similarities, a lot like conquering fear, right? If there's a soldier that doesn't want to repel off the tower because they're afraid of heights, mm-hmm. or there's an athlete that doesn't want to throw that skill because she's afraid she's going to fall, you know, him mm-hmm. or her. So there's more similarities than there definitely are differences. Do you take anything from cheer and apply it to boot camp or just your position as a soldier? Wait, do we still call you a soldier? Are you still a soldier? Yeah, still, yeah, I'm still a soldier. Oh, I disrespect you, like yo, 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 yo I'm above a soldier now. <laughs> no, no, everybody, everybody's so in the military. Everybody's a soldier first. That's like the phrase, right? It's like, oh, I'm not yeah. a like, you know, I, I pump gas. I'm like, no, nah, you're still a soldier. Like, you're a soldier first. We train everybody yeah. to be mm. a soldier first, and then it's your job specific. That's kind of like a okay. like a thing in the military. I, I just really think they both intertwine into each other very, yeah. very nicely. I mean, whatever I do for cheerleading, I bring to military, military to cheerleading. You know, whether it's always be on time. You know, in the military, if you're 10 minutes early you're on time if, if you're on time you're late if you're late don't bother coming yeah like stuff like that yeah. you know so it's just a lot of it just intertwines with each other which works out great there we go all right so we got tumble for troops so you started this eight years ago well here are the two questions and you can answer them in whatever order you want to answer them in what is tumble for troops and then you started about eight years ago so why did you decide to start it Gotcha. So Tumble for Troops got started in 2015 is when we got started. So basically I saw, I, I try to bring both, both of my professions, try to put them together somehow. I was like, being in the military, I saw a lot of, you know, my brothers and sisters in arms and a lot of that, the lack of resources basically. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to do something. I was, I wondered to myself, like, how can I help? What can I do to make a difference in soldiers' lives? Like, what can I do more? Right. I, I can't go donate it hundred thousand dollars, you know, I'll say, but what can I do? You know, like, it, you know, I got to shine some light into it. So I went into Elaine's office in 2015. I was like, Hey, Elaine, you know, I got this idea. I want to, I want to do an open gym. I want to do an open gym, a two hour open gym. We're going to call it tumble for troops. And I just want to donate everything to a local charity for veterans. And she was like, I love it, Ramel, do it. Like, she's very like, 
she's like, just do it. She's always like, yep, go for it. Do it. You know, she doesn't hold anybody back. She always tries to push us to the next level. So I was like, Hey, listen, I got this idea. I just want to give back. And she was like, absolutely. I was like, I'll volunteer my time. I'll volunteer, you know, I'll talk to the tumbling coaches. We'll volunteer all our time. You know, we'll run one open gym around veterans day and we'll donate everything to a local charity. She goes, I love it. So we named it Tumble for troops and we raised a thousand dollars that time. So in two hours, we raised a thousand dollars. I was like, Oh, this is awesome. So we donated it to a local charity. Uh, you know, I was like, great. This is awesome. Um, everybody loved it. We got a lot of feedback from it. Everybody's like, Hey, that was great. You know, like that we're giving back to our country. We're giving back, you know, we're, we're teaching athletes about, you know, about the soldiers, about, you know, them volunteering, how important it is to give back to people. So it was, it was a home run. And then we did it again next year. The same concept. Want to know if we can do Tumble for Troops again during Veterans Day. So we did it again. And then we did it again. Then we did it again. So every year it's kind of became like a tradition at World Cup. That's, that's the only place I was doing it at the time. Around Veterans Day, we would do an open gym and it was called Tumble for Troops. And we, we donated everything to veterans. So the mission of it was, like I said, to give back to veterans. Our phrase is protect those that protect us, mm-hmm. us as civilians, right? Like, what can we do to protect yep. those that protected us? What, what can we do to give back to them? You know, some of them gave the ultimate sacrifice, which is their lives. Or, you know, they, they went to war they, or they did whatever they had to do. They came back. They're not maybe 100% healthy, whether it's mentally, physically. So what can we do to protect them? You know, the people that protected us. So that was our mission statement. So every year, the part that was a little bit difficult was every year we wanted to donate to a different charity. Mm -hmm. So when we first started at World Cup, I wanted to donate to a different charity. And I was like, well, I don't want to donate to the same charity. So I would have to research charities and, you know, do my research to be like, okay, which ones are good? You know, who donates? Well, who makes the biggest difference? So we did that. So every year we change our charity and we still do every year we change our charity. Correct. So that's basically the purpose of Tumble for Troops is to give back to our veterans. And that's how it started. It's basically me walking into Elaine's office and her going, absolutely, I love it. Let's do it, Ramel. And that's it. The rest is history. Just yeah. more so to talk about. Have, <laughs> yeah. So let's dive into the history a little bit. So it started off with just World Cup, you know, just one solo gym out in New Jersey. And then how many, do you know how many gyms you guys have now? Or at least uh, last? Yes, for sure. So in 2019, so the story goes on, right? We did... World Cup 2015, 16, 17, 18. And 2019 was the last time we did it at World Cup. So I, you know, everybody got these parents that are like, that are great, right? In their program. We also have a lot of them that are amazing. So one of my parents, Nina, she was one of the ones that she came up to me. She was like, hey, Ramel, she would always help me out on these projects. And she was like, hey, Ramel, listen, this thing is great. Like this thing is huge. I really think we could take it nationally. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) nationally, like that sounds like a lot of work, Nina. And she was like, I'm telling you, we could do it. There's nothing like this. Like we, you know, we got to give more, like, you know, we could have Jim join us, different gyms. I was like, Nina, that sounds like a lot, a lot of work. She goes, I'll help you. Mm -hmm. We start creating a logo. And she really started pushing for it. And, um, you know, I started getting more support and I was like, all right, you know what? We're going to do it. Let's do it. So in 2019 was the last year that we did our own thing, like at World Cup. So 2020, mm-hmm. we opened it up to everyone. So in 2019 is when it was the last year at World Cup and we partnered with Infinity. So I work with Infinity with Gen X. So we have a very close relationship. I'm the lead instructor for Gen X. So, you know, I picked up the phone. I was like, hey, you know, I'm doing Tumble for Truth. So I explained everything that it was. And before I even finished it, Tate was like, we're in. I was like, what? Yeah. He's like, I'm all in. We're in. I was like, yeah, but you haven't even heard my pitch yet. Like, I didn't even sell it to you yet. (laughs) He's like, I don't care. It's for veterans, America. I'm all in. I was like, okay, this is great. He's like, what do you want? I was like, (laughs) the logo, the pie. All in. We're all in. Let's go. Yep. Yes, yes, and yes. And I was like, this is awesome. Okay, so I went back to Nina. I was like, Nina, like Infinity, they're they're all in. 
we're partners with the faith. She was like, that's great. This, that was 2019. 2020, we opened it up to everyone. I was like, all right, here goes nothing, right? 2020, we opened it up to everyone. You know, everything was just word of mouth. You know, we all have friends in the industry. So, you know, I talked to my friends. Now ECE is doing one. Now uh, Brandon Allstar was doing one. Somebody else, like all my friends in the industry were doing it. And then they donated everything. And it was the first time that we went from $3,000 to donating $23,000 in 2020. So we did a Crazy. huge jump. And that's when we opened it up to our friends. And then in mm -hmm. 2020, last year, we officially became a 501c3. And then we really opened it up even more. Mm -hmm. And uh, last year, we had 30 gyms participate and run an event throughout the nation. Yeah. And we donated $40,000. And we were able to raise just over $50,000 last Good year. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Good stuff. So we ran 30 events and uh, we started with one. So pretty exciting. Right? News. Isn't that crazy? It is. So tell me about this. You said you raised the 40,000 or you were able to donate the, the 40 from there. You said the 50. So you guys do t-shirts, right? So tell me about the t-shirts. Every year we have a t-shirt that's specific to the charity that we do. Every year we do a custom t-shirt to the charity. So last year we did Tunnel to Tower. So it was a 9-11, 20-year like memory of 9-11. Mm -hmm. So we did, you know, we did a 9-11 shirt. It said, uh, where there is darkness, let there be light. 20 years. It was a glow in a dark shirt, partner with Infinity. And then the gyms, what they do is when they run the event, you have a few options, right? You could run the event and sell the, the custom shirts, or you could just sell the custom shirts because maybe, you know, at that time, especially during COVID and stuff like that, gyms weren't open, but they still wanted to help out and contribute. So mm -hmm. you, you could either sell the shirt or run an event. So a lot of gyms were selling shirts and people were individually buying shirts as well. I mean, we shipped the shirt to Afghanistan, which was really crazy. cool. Yeah, yeah. So we had a soldier yeah, out crazy. there that was a cheer mom. She was wearing the shirt in Afghanistan, our Tumble for Troop shirt, which was our Mission That's 22 cool. shirt. That's really, really cool. Yeah. 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 So it was really cool. So the shirts, like I said, last year we sold a thousand shirts in November. Mm -hmm. So we sold a thousand shirts and everything gets donated. All the proceeds gets donated to Tumble for Troops. And then we donate to the charity of our choice that year. Okay, so let's talk about the charity. I remember you said you donated to like a local, you know, New Jersey charity out there, like veterans charity. Tell me about this year's, and you do all national charities now. So it That's goes correct. and it, it will help. When we first started, when it was just that World Cup, we would just donate to local charities. Once we opened up nationally, you know, one of our big things that we made sure that we changed that the charity that we chose had to be a national charity. So if you're a gym in Utah or a gym in Arizona and, you know, and you're running a Tumble for Troops event, you want your veterans to benefit from that. So the charities that we pick are national charities. So that means your the resources are available to those soldiers in those states. So this year's charity is uh, called Rebuilding Warriors. And what they do is they provide service animals to veterans and to first responders. So, and that's nationwide. So about to take a service dog from the beginning to all the training. So each dog is custom trained for each individual. So it's not like a they train all the dogs and then you get one. No, you get one and you start training that dog to your specific needs. And you have to go in there if you can physically and train with the animal because everybody has different needs, right? So some, mm -hmm. some people have anxiety, some people have PTSD. So each dog is trained for the owner individually, which I didn't know that. I thought it was just like one big yeah, thing yeah. and they just walk in and you pick a dog. Not at all. So each dog is trained individually for each soldier, or for first responder. And um, the cost of each dog, is, it's about $16,000 for each dog. Yeah. From beginning to end, $16,000. So, you know, we're hoping to donate, you know, as much as we can so that we could get some of these veterans and first responders some service animals. How do you guys go about choosing which charity you're gonna go donate to? So we have a, we have a board. 
And, um, you know, and we bring up some ideas. Um, you know, we have, a, we have great people on the board. We have a social media, which is Deontay, uh, Stephanie, which also does, she's, she's the secretary. We got Dominique. She does all the finance and Nina's the vice president. And um, I'm also, I'm the president of it. So we all sit down on the board and we discuss, all right, you know, this year's charity, like, you know, we start throwing out ideas, stuff like that. Once you start working with one charity, they start referencing other charities mm-hmm. too. So that's like a network, like this whole charity thing is a whole different, like it's a network. So I'm like, you know, last year's charity, I was like, Hey, listen, you know, we want to do maybe something for service. And she goes, I got the, like the greatest yeah. charity for you. Here we go. This the connection. And just like cheerleading, right. It's about knowing people and you start knowing it. And we, you know, we put everything down on the table and we're like, Hey, listen, guys, these are some options for some charities. You know, what do you guys think? What's important? What, you know, like they're all important, but like we ha- we can only pick one, unfortunately. And, you know, hopefully yeah. maybe one year we can pick two and we're looking at possibly doing some other things, you know, the more we grow, the more things that we can do. And we're, we're looking at some, some other options out there, but you know, that's basically the way it is. We all sit down together, you know, I'm like, Hey, listen, I got this charity and this charity. And they're like, Oh, you know, yep, this one's great. This, and you know, we basically vote and you know, whether sometimes I lose, sometimes I win, <laughs> sometimes I get outvoted. <laughs> that's just the name of the game. Right. <laughs> I hear that. Oh, real quick. Shout out to Nina. Cause Nina's actually the one who got me to come to the conference, like the world cup conference a couple of years yeah. ago. I met her at varsity U and she sat in one of my classes and was like, Hey, you know, I'm from world cup. I'd love for you to come to our coach's clinic. And I'm <laughs> like, awesome. <laughs> like which, which location are you from? We're in Baltimore. I didn't think she was from freehold. Right. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, cool. what, what location are you from? Yeah. And she's like a freehold. I was like freehold. <laughs> oh, you're like from the world cup, world cup. Yeah. You're going to know who I am. Yeah. So yeah. you know exactly what I'm talking about. When she was like, Romel, we're taking this nationally. I'm like, Nina, I don't. She goes, we're taking this nationally. I was like, we're going yeah. national. Let's go, Nina. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, she's good people for sure. All right. So I'm a gym. I want to get involved. What are my, what's my first step when I get involved in this? So your first step is just send us a message. You can either do on Instagram or on email, which is tumble for troops or tumble for troops at gmail.com. So you reach out to us and we send over all the information that we need, which is the question and answers you know where does where does all the money go how can i get involved and then once you do that and you pick your date for an event let's say you want to run an event pick the date we put you on the tour of duty and then we have this whole tour of duty which is basically like all the events that are happening nationwide and then you know Mm -hmm. then you send us pictures and stuff like it we'll put it on our social media and then whatever you raise then gets mailed to us and it gets put in one big pot and then we present you know the big check at the end which is all the donations as you guys typically run your event Veterans Day weekend, right? Is that kind That's of typically correct. the theme that everyone goes for? You know, was that second weekend in, in November, November? Correct. You know, around there, I, we've had gyms that do it as late as January. We have gyms that they, you know, they asked us this year. Can we fundraise the whole month of November? And then at the very end, we'll send you, you know, we'll send you all donations. I was like, absolutely. So there is no limit to it. There is no, you know, you know, you could do it 4th of July if you want. I mean, mm-hmm. you could do it whenever you want. Yeah. So we, you know, we just trying to get as many people involved as possible so that we could make a bigger difference. But typically most gyms do it around November, October, November, you know, November starts mm-hmm. getting really busy. It's hard. I know it's hard for us. You know, we got, we got kickoff, you know, we're getting ready for first competition. We got everything. And then we're also like trying to push for tumble for troops. Like it's, you know, it's a lot. So we understand whenever is the most convenient for your program, depending on your schedule. And you know, I just thought about is, you know, our showcase is coming up as well. We have a bunch of vendor booths, but just having t-shirts out there. Like, so everyone having a, even if you feel like, Hey, I can't get a tumbling and just go, Hey, you know, we have a tumble for troops booth. You want to buy a t-shirt donation, you know, all the proceeds Correct. to, you know, go to a charity. So 
I just thought so we, just now. Like, yeah, yeah, no, we had yeah. we had gyms do that. That they were like, hey, listen, we cannot run an event. November's just crazy, but we're gonna order forty shirts and we're just gonna sell them at our kickoff. And they do that, and then mm-hmm. they you know they donate all the proceeds. So there is definitely ways that you know we've had other gyms. Like I said, they'll email us. They're like, hey, listen, I don't know if we can do this, but how can I help? And then we try to think yeah. of a way that they can do it. So there's definitely different ways to do it. There we go. All right. So then, how much are gyms typically charging for the Tumbly event? So for the Tumblr event, usually gyms charge, I know we charge $30. I think gym charges anywhere between $20 to $30 for a two-hour open gym. So mm-hmm. all that, like I said, and then gets donated. And we usually have, we typically, you know, we'll raise about $3,000 at, at World Cup. We have about, about 100 athletes that show up to that event. So, and every year it's growing and growing and growing, so... There we go. So, you know, we're at American. We run our event. We saw our T-shirts. I get $2,000. What do I do with the $2,000 once I get it? So $2,000 is written out to Tumble for Troops. Again, it's a 501c3, so that'll be a tax write-off for the business. They mail it to us. We then put it in the account, and it just gets put in one big pot. Once all the events are done, you know, we pull out everything. We do one big check to the charity. And obviously we notify everybody when we're going to do it. And then we notify the number and stuff like that. And we give, you know, thank you for contributing. You know, it, it doesn't matter whether you contribute $200 or $2,000. We're all in it together. So, we, you know, every little bit counts. There we go. All right. Anything we didn't cover with Tumble for Troops? No, I think that's everything with Tumble for Troops. There we go. Yeah. Oh, I so, think that's uh, everything. Right. Well, then let's hop into some random non-cheerleading questions. We might hop back and forth between cheer, but this, you know, at least this first one is going to be pretty random. So, um, do Ramel, what are you currently watching on TV? Netflix, Hulu? Like, what are you binge watching right now? Nice. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm all <laughs> caught up on She-Hawk. <laughs> No, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I started watching it. And now I just, I, I'm like trying to like watch every episode and, and, you know, they only release one at a time. And I'm like, yeah, I got to stop watching. So I can catch a couple of them. <laughs> See, I've been watching, I was watching it without Ashley and then Ashley's been watching it now too. So we're both caught up and, you know, we'll right. wait until Wednesday <laughs> to see what happens next. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, a, it yeah it's a little silly, but I don't even know when it comes out. It's third, I, have no, I like randomly catch it, but. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I got to catch up on She-Hawk. Let me, let me, get, let me get on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching She-Hawk. It's all embarrassed. He's like, I'm watching uh, uh, She-Hawk. Uh, She-Hawk right now. <laughs> That's really funny. All right. So you get to do, you do camps. You're international. You do camps everywhere, clinics everywhere. So you get to, you get to travel all over the place. Tell me which uh, state, city, or country has the best food. Oh, man. <laughs> best food? Italy, man. Italy. There we go. Without a doubt, Italy. It's it's. I mean, it's everything. Everything everybody says it is. It's great. Yeah. The pasta's great. I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna share with you the funniest story. Funniest right, story, right? <laughs> how how non cultured I am. <laughs> so I went to Italy, and I love I love spicy food, right? Like I love buffalo wings. I love I I love every. I just love sp- spicy. I love buffalo. I love buffalo dip. I mean, who doesn't, right? You can't even be my friend that you don't like yeah. buffalo dip. So I show up to the restaurant and uh, I'm like, I'm like looking at the menu and it says buffalo mozzarella. And I was like, ooh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> Spicy fire. mozzarella, right? I'm down. I'm like, this is awesome. So I order it, right? I'm like, I already know what I want. And they're like, all right, so what do you want? So I'm like, buffalo mozzarella, man. Extra buffalo. Let's go. So they give it to me, right? And I look at it and I'm like, huh. I'm like, all right. So I start eating it. And then I'm there and stuff like that. And then they're like, yo, 
how's the buffalo mozzarella? And I was like, um, <laughs> well, it, it tastes great. I was like, but it's not spicy. They were like, stop it. I was like, no, I'm serious. It's not spicy. They were like, bro, it's buffalo milk. I was like, oh, oh milk. No. <laughs> totally makes sense. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, it's not supposed to be spicy? True story. That's funny. True story. There you go. Buffalo mozzarella is not spicy. <laughs> yeah, buff- buffalo milk. How's that buffalo milk? That's funny. Yep. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was right. delicious. Italy, man. Italy's the best food around, for sure. All right. Tell me about what's on your bucket list. What's Romel trying to get done with his life? Oh, man. Like, like adventure-wise or? Yeah, tell us all. Yeah, everything. Yeah, man. I mean, I already jumped out of a plane and stuff like that. I want to do a hot air balloon. I don't know why. I want to do a hot air balloon. Yeah. I've never been on one. I feel you. Yeah. Come jumped off Cali, plane, man. did a couple things, uh, you know. Yeah. So I want to do a hot air balloon. I want to travel. I want to go to Greece. I want to go somewhere in Asia. I want to do that on my yeah. bucket list. You know, I've been around other countries and stuff like that that I've wanted to go to. So I've checked, I checked those off the list. You know, obviously Tumble for Troops. I want to, I want to grow it bigger, you know, bigger and bigger and bigger so that it lives long past me yeah. and keep training some great athletes and uh, hopefully win a couple more championships. Yeah, so, man. Some world championships. Dude, so. I, uh, this is random, but Shay, when we were at the, uh, the conference in Dallas, when Shay introduced you, he goes, and Ramel, this guy's the best hands-on spotter there is in the industry. And I'm like, that's a big claim. Like, how do you know he's the best hands-on spotter in the industry? <laughs> and then I started following you on Instagram. And I'm like, on the, I think Ramel really is the best hands-on spotter <laughs> in the industry. Like, I'm seeing the way you catch these kids. Uh, and I'm like, I think I'm a decent spotter, you know. And I was like, yeah. oh, no, he's like. For real, for real. Just the way you like manipulate these kids in the air, it's pretty. It's really impressive. So anyway. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I, I, like I get that, that a few Shay times. Was right. <laughs> yeah, I get that a few times, and I'm like, thanks. I mean, that's a pretty big disclaimer, but I'll, I'll take it. And then I, yeah. I met I met somebody. They were like, yeah. So you know, they were like, hey, this is Romel, whatever, and he spots. And they're like, cool, man. I spot too. They were like, no, 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 no. Like he spots, spots. He was like, yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> and they were like, okay, you'll. Just, just keep watching the conference. And then afterwards, yeah. he was like, he was like, yeah, man, there's this kid that does this, that does an Arabian split half, and this, this, and that. And Canada, I was like, that's cool, man. I thought it. Yeah. Cool. He was like, oh. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of practice. A lot of practice. People ask me all the time, man. A lot of practice. You know, when I first started spotting, the way I learned how to spot was with a pillow. I would take a yeah. pillow and I would spot because I didn't, I, I didn't want to drop the kids. So I would spot with the mm-hmm. pillow, trying to work out my hand and try to always get somebody who's smaller. And that knows what they're doing. Don't learn with some that you're both learning at the same time. Unfortunately, you know, that happens sometimes, but you do what you got to do. Dude, it happened with me. When I first started learning how to spot foals, the, the girl knew how to do a foal, right? Small kid knew how to do the foal already. So the owner of the gym's teaching me how to spot foals, right? And so he's teaching me. And I'm like, okay, got it. Then that girl later, I worked at a power tumbling gym. So it was cheerleading slash power tumbling. And he needed, he just needed bodies, like just to help him with everything. So I learned how to, you know, he's trying to, I'm teaching the power tumbling kids. I was like part of the power tumbling staff, right? And so I need to learn how to spot a double back. Now, I do not know how, I've never spotted a double back. And this girl's never done a double back. She knew how to do a full. She did not know how to do a double back. He's like, all right, you're going to bump the hips, follow the head, right? The whole thing. I'm like, okay. And, you know, I'm nervous. I'm only 19 at the time. And, yeah, she goes. I bump the hips. I forget to follow the head. She lands straight on her back. The eye, the the glare this girl gave me when she was on her back and I was standing, like, above her. I was like, 
<laughs> my bad girl. So yes, always learn with an athlete who already has the skill. It's yeah. a lot easier that way. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I learned that lesson when I was 19. All right. If there was a product with your name on it, what product would that be? Sneakers. There you go. <laughs> I, love mel- sneakers. Mel- I love sneakers. They're mel I love them. I love shoes and I love sneakers. So it'd be, it'd be a, a pair of shoes or sneakers. <laughs> that Louis Ramel crossover? Right. <laughs> I was waiting This for guy. That. Yeah, I know. This guy over here. I'm not sure if you've ever seen this guy live, but it's most likely he's head to toe. Just drippy in Louis Vuitton, like, like man, it's an expensive outfit, homie. <laughs> that's really funny. All right, here we go. I'm gonna ask you this. I asked this one other time, and then the the guest shot me down. Mandy, I know you listen faithfully, so Mandy, <laughs> this is for you because you shot this question down. Also, I gotta give a shout out to Earl, who I know listens to the show faithfully. So shout out to Earl real quick. But I asked this to Mandy. I'm gonna ask it to you. We'll see if we get better results. Ramel, what is your go-to order at McDonald's? Oh, yeah, that, that's easy, man. I'm going to go with a double cheeseburger and fries. There you go. That's it. Double cheeseburger all go. day, man. Double, double cheeseburger double and order of fries. Sometimes, if I, if I feel like splurging, strawberry milkshake, I throw that in there. Oh, I feel okay. Like, I feel like, Let's yeah, go. with buffalo sauce on the side. Yeah, yeah bu- buffalo <laughs> sauce on the side. <laughs> you got the dip. Milk. You got to dip, man. Buffalo sauce on the side, double oh, cheeseburger. Oh, bu- like real, fries. real du- buffalo sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not that, not buffalo mozzarella, like buffalo sauce from McDonald's. There you go. <laughs> That's funny. Man of the people, you hear that, Mandy? Man of the people. He eats McDonald's still. It's okay, man. She's like, I don't eat McDonald's. I was like, okay, my bad, homie. Sometimes All right, here we go. That's open. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. You know, sometimes you just gotta get those fries. You know, those, those fries, fries are just good. My weakness, man. Those fries get me every time. <laughs> All right, you're having a dinner. You get five dinner guests, dead or alive. Who are you inviting? Like famous? Anyone. You can invite anyone in the history of the world. Family, you know, it could be all family members that we don't know. You can talk about famous, you know, any any idols, whoever. Five dinner guests, dead or alive. Right. I think it would be more family, but let me see if I think of anybody, like, celebrity-wise. I wouldn't, nah. It would be more family. It would be more family, for sure. Yeah, it would be, like, my grandma, you know, my grandpa, my mom, you know, my brother's sister. I don't know. I don't have, have, there's only five, so all my brother's sisters can't make it, so it's going to be very minimal. (laughs) So, <laughs> grandma, grandpa, mom, probably one brother, one sister. That's a wrap. So. There you go. Man of the people right here. Man of the people. I don't need these fake people in my life. Yeah, no, nah, I'm going to stick with my family. Yeah. All right, man. Okay, here we go. Let's get into these uh, last four questions. All right, so what needs to start, stop, or change in the industry? Well, I'm a tumbling coach, so I want to see, you know, I'd like to see these skills be competed. You know, like when you're comparing a whip due to something, and they're trying to do that now with the with the score sheet, right? Like with the advanced, you know, elite skills. So hopefully it works out. I think they're going the right way. Basically, I was tired of a one and a half scoring the same as a punch run step out through the double. So mm-hmm. I want to see more creativity in tumbling, Basically, I want I want them to yep. open up the range and be like, yo, let's go. All right. I'm sorry. My girl stepped after she did her one and a half through the kick double. My bad. But how am mm-hmm. I going to score the same as yeah. that punch front step out through the double? Come on. 
Mm-hmm. So I yeah. want to see them just let go. Give me the best tumbling. Let's go. You know, let's do the bounce back. Let's do everything. Give me everything you got. You know, and I've talked to a lot of tumbling directors from the industry and they're like, yo, do you think they're taking away the creativity in tumbling? And we're like, absolutely. You know, we're doing straight line tumbling because we, we don't want to lose because of land-ins or because of our drivers. So does it take away mm-hmm. some creativity? I think a lot of us are playing it safe in the industry. And I'd love to see, just let it go. Let it rip. Give me the best skills you got. Let's go skill for skill. You know, my athletes against yours. Let's do it. Yeah. None of this like, oh, yeah, let's water it down. Let's, yeah, let's do it. That's what I want to do, man. You know, I, I, that's what I love to change. So, Okay, so give me a, a rumor, myth, or narrative that you want to debunk. It could be about the military, about cheerleading in general, about World Cup, be about yourself, whatever. Take this time to debunk any narratives. <laughs> On shooting stars throws a double fold. Okay. <laughs> Everybody asks me this all the time. Everywhere I go, they're like, yo, come out. Does every girl throw a double fold? I'm like, no, not every girl. It just looks like it because we got 38 of them. But no, you know, we work towards that goal, of course. But, you know, that is a myth. <laughs> that is not there true. There we go. All right. That was a good one. That was actually a really good answer to that question. I get asked that time, um, all the time everywhere I go. Are there any girls on the team without a standing tuck? None that I could think of off the top of my head. There you go. I'm trying yeah. to think if there's a tiny flyer or like a just a six foot three back spot or something. No, she's throwing it. All right. <clears throat> yeah. No, she's, throwing she's throwing it, it too. She's yeah, she, she got, got it too. She'll never compete it, but she's throwing it. Yeah. There you it. go. She Good threw stuff. That That's funny. She threw that tryout. <laughs> for sure. All right. There's, a, there's actually a new question to our final. We usually do final three, but this we're doing final four now. So um, who else should we have on as a guest, as an interview? Elaine Pascal. <laughs> There we go. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a really good one. You're right. Legendary Elaine Pascal. There you go. Awesome. All right, Elaine, She's you heard awesome. the man. Let's go. <laughs> Elaine, let's get you on. We're going to be on here. You know, I know Elaine's got stories for stories. So for real, I we're going to be on here. Yeah, for you, a might, minute, you might have for to sure. run a few episodes. You might have to run a few yeah. episodes with her. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Good stuff, man. That was a, that's a really good answer. All right, Elaine, you heard the man. <laughs> You're coming up. You're coming up soon. All right, man. Last question then. Uh, where can people either follow you online, follow the gym, follow Tumble for Troops, anything you want to plug right now? Give us all the social media, all the emails, you know, anything, you know, where people can follow right, you. Right. Well, of course, there's World Cup, which is the official World Cup, you know, at Instagram. There's my personal Instagram, which is Romel, R-O-M-M-E-L underscore. I'm sorry, W-C Romel underscore Osuna. There is Tumble for Troops. So at Tumble for Troops through Instagram. Like I say, if you have any questions, just you know, uh, ask ask on there or ask me personally. You can email us at tumbleforTroops at gmail.com. So there we go. Good stuff, man. Ramel, thanks for coming on the show. You're welcome back anytime. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. It was tons of fun. Sure. Ramel, thank you for joining the show today and thank you for your service. I hope that Tumble for Troops continues to grow and can continue to help those in need. Everyone else, Thanks for joining the show today. Share this podcast, leave a five-star rating, leave a review, take the survey, make a donation, and until next time, five, six, seven, eight, we're out. Hey, let's talk cheer podcast listeners. Although this episode has come to an end, there are a few other cheer podcasts out there that you can add to your weekly routine. If you're a gym owner or gym director and want to dive more into the business side of things, then check out the Connecting People and Profits podcast with host Dan Cotton. If you're a former cheerleader and want to hear the success stories from other former cheer athletes after their cheering days are done, then you'd love the Life After Cheer podcast with host Danielle Donovan. 
And if you want to hear the stories of the best athletes in the industry doing it at the highest level and their perspective on how to change the narrative of the sport, then the Spill the Cheer podcast with Tony G is for you. Check one of them out, check them all out, and I'll see you guys next week. Gym owners, directors, coaches, can you relate to this? You say to yourself, this season is going to be different. We're going to get all of our teams on the same page. Or maybe you're saying, we're going to get all of our coaches on the same page. You look out as the teams are practicing, or maybe as they are competing, and you know you can do more. Let me help you. I work with several gyms, large and small, each season, whether it's the summer and we do a coaches clinic or a stunt camp, or it's during the season and we do an in-person routine cleaning. I even do routine video reviews if you're just looking for some thorough feedback of the routine. You send me your routine and I send you a video back of your routine with everything I would fix and how I would fix it. Teams I have worked with have gone on to be world champions, NCAA all-star champions, NCAA collegiate champions, summit champions, and D2 summit champions. So if this sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can reach me via email at jasonlarkins at me.com or you can DM me on Instagram at jasonlarkins.